The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is sponsored by UnityVillage.org. Songwriter Karen Drucker returns to Unity Village with A Woman's Time Out Retreat, September 19th to 22nd. Learn more at UnityVillage.org forward slash events calendar. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. We're not mental health pros, but we do have some thoughts and feelings about the holiday blues, some of which, we bet, you won't find in a Google search. At least, we haven't seen it. If you want to jump ahead to the main topic, it starts at about 10 minutes in. Welcome to the podcast where it's all about living your love story and making your life a story where love wins. My name is Sienna. And my name is Toast. We're married and we've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001, over 20 years. On this show, we share our life as an Asian-American lesbian couple. Some of our favorite topics are positive spirituality, holistic health, sometimes cats, lesbian alert, and other things we hope are entertaining, uplifting, and helpful for living your love story. So here we go. Welcome to our home studio in the Pacific Northwest. Make the Yuletide gay. A very lesbian Christmas to you. Welcome in today. We're talking about when the holidays are not so gay and they're more blue. Holiday blues. That's the topic for this little episode. Hi, Sienna. I'm just kind of amused with your... You're waiting for me to The role up. that you're on. All right. It's the coffee. <clears throat> All right. Mm. Welcome, everyone. We are going to be talking about holiday blues. But before that, I wanted to talk... So today, the, the, the day that this episode comes out is a, a week before Christmas. Getting ready for the really big show. Getting ready. And so some of you may not have, maybe you don't feel as prepared. Okay, so just hang in there with me for a moment. I saw on Bethany Frankel, I don't know if any of you know her. You have sure to give some us a quick do. backstory of who Bethany Frankel is. Bethany Frankel is a health foods chef. That's how she was first known to the world via the Real Housewives of New York City. Okay. That's how we know Bethany. But she has since become this incredible entrepreneur and she does all kinds of things now. But anyways, I love following her Instagram account because she she doesn't she is so honest with her reviews of products and all different things like that. Okay. So recently, she did a post on the Dollar Tree. Now, I hope you have a Dollar Tree. <laughs> somewhere in your town. Um, we do. And just as it, as the name implies, everything there is a dollar. I think some things or are two. $1.50, right? Yeah. But it'll, they'll, they'll mark know, it. Inflation and all. So 
the Dollar Tree is a place that Toast and I have gone to many times, especially in the past um, <clears throat> when there was, there was an extreme need for it. Like we just, there was no way to really get our needs met without going to the Dollar Tree or at the time, I think it was the 99 cent store. Mm -hmm. And, um, but here's, here's the thing. I am always just amazed when I remember, oh, the Dollar Tree, <laughs> because who doesn't love a bargain? And even though half the things in there, it's like, oh my God, there's, I, I don't need that. I wouldn't buy it, whatever it might be. Half things there you could use. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so Bethany did did a post about um, not stressing out, not um, feeling like you need to have so much money to put together a thoughtful gift for someone that you want to give a gift to. Okay. And all the gifts she created and curated uh, were made up of things at the Dollar Tree. So she basically stands behind creating an experience or a theme for a person. So yes, you are not going to get them a toilet the plunger. $1, right. Or the $1 lavender bath salts. And that's it. You're okay. going to create an experience. Okay. So you might get a holiday container okay. that could serve like the basket. Oh, okay. It's all okay. from the Dollar Tree. Holiday container. Like to a little serve. pail with uh, like snowflakes. Right, like, right. On, on the outside as decorations printed right. on them. Then okay. you'll get like some stuffing, you know, like the little crinkle like Easter paper. Grass type yep. thing. And then you could add into it the lavender bath salts. Mm -hmm. You might add in a... Um, Bar soaps. A sponge. Oh, okay, like a, like a scrubby sponge or something. You could do a, a beautiful lavender bar soap or a lavender like bath, what is that? Like bubble bath kind oh, of thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, you could also add in a lotion mm. and maybe a fun holiday candy. Can a candy? Yeah, like a nice like a holiday bar? looking candy bar. They oh. also had holiday looking little tins of cookies. Okay. So putting all of that in this kind of luxurious kind of basket. So, so that's $7. No, well, you would also get the cellophane to go around the $8. thing. $8. And maybe you have ribbon at home. If not, you'd buy ribbon. So that's a $9 basket. I see. And if you want to make it an even $10, you could get a really pretty card. And I will say the Dollar Tree does not disappoint when it comes to cards. You know, cards are so expensive I know. if you're not at the Dollar Tree. They're like, or if you're not, you know, in the one dollar section, to right? a card. What is going Ridiculous. on? Ridiculous. Some cards, cards, right? Yeah. And unless you're giving that card to someone who is very sentimental and they'll keep it forever, right? Don't spend that kind of money it's on a cards. Lot of money for cards, it's crazy. I mean, we yeah. want to keep the crafty card makers in business, um, but those cards normally are at the level of. The craft fair that you're going to, mm -hmm. where you get to meet the artist. And anyway, yeah, that's so, different than standing in front of like a, you know, every card wrapped in cellophane, mm -hmm. papyrus. So, anyways, you know. that was, I wanted to share that with you all because 
I so recently I signed up for the Dollar Tree email list. Who knew they had an email list? Mm, because me. it's not it's just not on my radar. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't pass one on the way home. Mm-hmm. It's not on my radar and anytime you can, you know, save some money or or really be economical. Yeah. Why wouldn't it's you nice. do that? Like you don't yeah, need nice. to buy the cellophane from I don't know. Michael's, even though Michael's is has good deals, the but cell, world's you know what I mean? best cellophane specialist. Yeah, you don't need to buy it from extra heavy cellophane duty. emporium or whatever, yeah. right? You you can just buy it from the Dollar Tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they and have wrapping paper. They have wrapping, wrapping paper. paper. Can be all, they have all kinds also of things. Very expensive sometimes. But yeah. the reason I got on the email list was really to remind me we have to stock up on our cards there. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's some very timely um, excitement. Yes, because you can go to one place, not break the bank, Mm -hmm. and go and finish your shopping if you're still needing some some gift. So go and do that if you need to do that. They also have like glassware. Oh, okay. You know? So you could do... So we talked about like a little self-care kind of basket, Mm -hmm. right? With bath things in there. Nice bath You could do like... Two glasses and maybe some apple, um, what is that? Apple juice, sparkling apple juice in there or like a bottle of wine. You they could have do, wine at the Dollar Tree? No, they don't. Okay. They don't have wine at the Dollar Tree, but you, you have could to go to buy Trader, Joe's, Trader for that. Joe's. Yes. <laughs> you could put wine and then you can use Dollar Tree boxes of chocolates or cookies. And that's like wine, Jeez. glasses. You know what I mean? So you could do that kind of a basket. Jeez. You could do okay. a fun kids basket. They have tons of like coloring books, pens, stickers. Adults would like that too. You know, you could use yeah. a good coloring book to just calm down, get away from the light pumping screens mm-hmm. blasting into your eyes, and just you could do, do a two. Coloring book. You could do two holiday mugs, or four if it's like you're sent. You're giving it to a family, and you could put. You can put in um, holiday hot chocolate. In there, put in some marshmallows and some peppermint. Um, what is that? Candy canes. Mm. That is a beautiful basket. That's cute. Isn't that cute? That's because cute. anytime yeah. we receive something that looks festive mm-hmm. and fun like that, don't we all get excited? I a get excited. Bit. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I get excited because I'm not going to buy the Santa mug. I'm not going to buy it. And that is but a if nice someone gift, gives it right? to us. Right, exactly. I'm like, oh my God, this is so nice. It's <laughs> holiday vibes. Mm-hmm. Let's just put it, we can use it and let's put it in the cupboard. And then you bring them out every holiday. Yeah, that's definitely... But I'm not going to buy them. Right. That's definitely one category of the perfect gift mm-hmm. is the type of stuff that you wouldn't get for yourself. Yeah. Right? But But that... It brings a little kind of so spark of joy, spark right. of delight there. And yeah. they also have beautiful holiday plates and platters, like china, not like, pl- mm. I mean, they do have mm. plastic ones too, but actually I would like to get some of those. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll put it into our calendar. Errands to the Dollar Tree. Okay. So they up next, ribbon. we'll I spend the second half, second half of oh, this but, episode but talking about, oh, but oh, wait, no, there's more. Not quite yet. Okay, so with the Dollar Tree, just something everyone should know. We're going to have to retitle this episode. No, wait, wait, wait. With the Dollar Tree, what's important to know is that you're not just being like a cheap person. Like don't 
fall into that. Like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm just this cheap person. Don't fall into that because all of this stuff that, that gets bought by the Dollar Tree is overstock from other bigger businesses. Mm. So we're actually helping to just move these products through mm. and not just having brand new products thrown in some landfill or just wasted, mm. wasted. Mm. So see. it's helpful I to see. shop at the Dollar Tree. Okay. Okay. All, All right. right. All right. Okay. And next, we're going to talk about the holiday blues. You can also get chili mango. Sometimes. Oh, yeah, that last time we went, they didn't have it. Okay, so this episode, we're talking about the holiday blues. Before we get into it, though, just a quick standard kind of disclaimer. Obviously, we are not doctors. We're not psychologists or psychiatrists. or We're not even therapists or counselors. Okay. But we are, we did want to discuss the holiday blues. And of course, this is purely from a personal standpoint. This is not a substitute for professional mental health advice or diagnosis or treatments. And if you do find yourself struggling and um, suspecting that you might want to avail yourself of professional help, please know about 988. That's a number you can call, 988. You can also go to 988lifeline.org. And it's pretty cool because it's free, it's confidential, and basically it hooks you up with a network nationwide in the United States of local crisis centers that are especially for people in emotional or mental crisis. So That's please good. know about that. Great. Okay. So... Holiday blues. Last time we talked about anxiety, and as we were preparing for that episode, we realized, you know, holiday blues is a thing too. Uh, not just during the holidays, like pre or coincidental with the holidays, but even after the holidays is a phenomenon too, blues. So we wanted to talk about that. Yeah, and also too, and I think you're going to cover a little bit about this, but it is natural to have the blues. It's natural to have the blues, but especially in the winter, just from the, the light, less light. Right. It's not you a know, sunshiny time. It's not. Literally. <laughs> it's not. So that impacts yeah. how we feel. Mm-hmm. And um, there's, a crow. The there's a crow yeah. <laughs> that's calling outside that you they might hear. hear. We just wanted to acknowledge him. that. But Hello, um, also, too, the... the you know, really maybe allowing oneself to give into, to go with the emotions that come during this time mm-hmm. might be pretty therapeutic. Absolutely. I think a lot of times I know, well, well, for, for myself, if I'm feeling something I don't want to feel or if it's like, okay, how do I, how do I get out of this? How do mm. I not feel what I'm feeling? Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. let me not feel what I'm feeling and let's just go watch The Real Housewives. (laughs) And Bethany Frankel. (laughs) She's not on it anymore. But anyways, um, you know, it's like all all the different things we do to not feel. And I think when it comes to depression, it's a little more difficult. 
Okay. To mask that feeling or to not feel that feeling. Mm. Because sometimes depression doesn't look like how we tend to think it looks. Ooh, say more about you that. Know? What do you, I mean, because yeah. I think when you, when you hear, oh, if you hear that someone is depressed. Okay. Yeah. I know I think of, oh, they're probably not sleeping or they're sleeping too much. All day. Or they can't get out of bed, or you know their shoulders are drooped and their, yeah, their posture, their eyes are downcast, and they're just not engaging much. They're you know it's, it, there's okay. just a certain type of depressed person okay. that I think of when I hear oh someone's depressed, like or when I hear of depression. Yeah, okay. um, but depression can also look like a high functioning mm. person. And totally energized and doing Mm. all the things Mm. and you would never know it. Mm. And that's why they say, um, you know, I mean, there there have been too many suicides of these types of people suffering from depression and no one knew. Mm. And people, their closest family and friends will say, I I didn't know. And so that's where that phrase came from of check on your strong friends Mm. because you you wouldn't necessarily know someone is depressed. Mm. So I think oftentimes even for these people who are high functioning and the day is really full and they're, they're seeing people and they seem engaged and all these things, mm-hmm. it's more difficult to kind of numb the feeling. You know what I mean? If the doing is your norm. If, if the things if, that if you're one doing. is 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 feeling, if one is experiencing a sense of depression and hopelessness and and experiencing those sensations and feelings and emotions and energy, mm-hmm. while simultaneously able to act H- act out, yeah, a completely fine kind of yeah, I am happy yeah. demeanor on the outside. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and perform all of their tasks and come through with their responsibilities. So you, okay. So what about that person? Sometimes it's because, so their depression doesn't look like what we're saying the depressed person looks like. Right. 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 So I think for, for those types of situations, it's harder mm-hmm. to acknowledge and give in to what the depression is and to be depressed or to even decide, oh, I'm going to numb that depression. You know what I mean? Are you now, just now, did you just give voice to that person's thoughts? Like, oh, it's too hard to give in to the depressed feeling? Yes. I'm not following. Oh. Yes, yes. Okay. Because if you're high functioning and you're doing all the things, yes. sometimes that high functioning could be the numbing. Yes, but if that's your normal cadence, like if you are normally known to be this high-functioning person, whether you're genuinely happy or not, yes. you know, that's just your day-to-day. Mm-hmm. But beneath it could be some real depression yes. that is hard to acknowledge, especially because I think, too, some people, like in that situation I just said, mm-hmm. it's hard to allow yourself to be depressed when you have those moments of like, I think I'm depressed. Mm, I think I'm depressed. Okay. Because you feel like you shouldn't be depressed. 
Like, the, I have no reason to be depressed. I have a job. I, you know, and then if you're high functioning and everything looks good on the outside, you're like, I have no reason to be depressed. That's not me. You know, so it's hard to be, to give into the feeling and the season mm-hmm. and the, mm-hmm. the darkness. Okay. And, you know, it's because the way it is, we're all so pressured to perform. Yes. And know? if you've, and if, if you have um, come to a point in your life where, your role and your function in your social network is to be that person who is high yeah. functioning and responsible and comes through and is a rock for everybody else. Like that's right. become your role and you maybe the inertia of your life and choices have, have their own power. Right. Yeah. And they just keep you in that. Then. Yeah. I, I guess I can see how, I mean, I, I, mean, I guess all of us, Probably all of us, to a certain degree, feel some deg- some, at least a little sliver of that because, mm-hmm. you know, in its most tame form, that's what being civil is. Yeah, right. You're not an a yeah. hole, and you don't, mm-hmm. you know, you try to contribute in a positive way to social so- social interactions. Yeah, regardless of how you feel your day is going or right. how you feel, right. you know. But so much of the I guess so much of the difficulty, complexity, and interestingness of life is how do we navigate, right? How do we engage with that large, very large gray area mm-hmm. Of, mm-hmm. of being genuine? Yeah, um, and I think, but, but not being un- unhealthy to the point to the point right. of being unhealthy. But all that, all that to say, like that, just depression isn't always obvious. You know, and so yeah. the best we can really do is yes, check on your strong friends, mm-hmm. but also, especially during this this time, this mm-hmm. darker time, mm-hmm. um, to know where you're at, because that's the guaranteed thing, right? You, like you don't know how somebody else's interior life is right. from the outside, but to really allow yourself to have those stretches of time mm-hmm. to sit with yourself. Because, <laughs> I mean, how many of us sit with ourselves? Like, really sit with ourselves. You mm-hmm. do, because <laughs> I see mm-hmm. you do it every morning. I do, Just and then I... There. And then <laughs> I, I do, but a lot of times I'll start thinking of my to-do list and then that pulls me, I allow it to pull me in that direction. Then I'm doing something. Sure. But, um, I which think, I also do. I think scheduling yeah. time, you know, and to take advantage of this, this, just this dark, you know, like this, cause it's magical too. Yeah. Okay. You know, so I don't know. That was kind of all over. We the place. are all over the place, so, but that's how we are sometimes. I don't know. Is okay. that is that should we leave that? Should yeah, we take it out? Just okay, leave it. I think people were following. We're that, just huh? two non-professional mental health people well, talking people, about it. People like me who are external processors will get will follow and track every single thing I said, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> and those who are, who are better communicators and who really think before they speak like you. I don't know if that's they will follow you and then, you know, let's see. Well, I don't know All right, about being let's better communicators. On. But okay, okay, so this is going to be the test. I'm going to try and see if I can articulate and be, 
be a good communicator. Okay. About what gets my goat. My goat has been gotten, and my hackles are up um, when the topic of the holiday blues, or just blues, you know, feeling uh, less than like an eager beaver, chipper, up and at kind of person. And it has to do with, as Sienna, you will know, I all, my, my natural inclination is to turn towards the systems that we find ourselves in, you mm-hmm. know, socially and the his, historical fact of where we are and, and the culture that we have inherited. And just it's become so much more and more in my face and in my awareness of how our culture, for all of its, for all of its um, aspirations, which I applaud, and yes, it is inspiring, the idea of breaking past boundaries and going past your limits and improving and becoming more and, and all of that, there's definitely a place for that, and it's admirable. But what's just as valid, and I think just as holy and sacred and to be revered and respected, is the idea of limits and allowing respecting constraints. Um, There's a kind of humility that is so beautiful associated with that type of posture towards life and engaging with each other, engaging with the natural world that, um, that if we had more of that kind of respect and a place for that, of then I think the feelings of feeling down a little, maybe feeling a little blue, you know, those feelings would not be pathologized or suspect. There, there wouldn't be anything that our culture automatically sees as wrong for going through those emotions and having those types of feelings of, you know, mm-hmm. I just want I'm, I'm to, not, I'm not feeling in this kind of, go get them, I'm going to overcome kind of mood. Mm-hmm. You're not always in that, you know? And, I think and we're definitely moving towards that. I think so, And too. I think some spaces are immersed in that, you know? Ooh, immersed in that. Like that they believe it wholeheartedly, like they're trying to make changes. Through. Like they're making like room for that in a really respectful way. way. Yes. That's, what, that's one of the things that excites me about this move in our in our. Uh, culture in our mm-hmm. society. I feel like, yeah, things have come to a head where more of us have that perspective due to what's happening with the climate, due to what's happening with um, the distribution of wealth or what our our culture calls resources. Um, so, yeah. Hmm. Hopefully that makes sense to some people and it makes complete sense. Okay, great, great. Yeah, it makes complete sense. So I think, you know, I mean, we started, we kind of just let, allowed ourselves to go and do like a free flow mm-hmm. type of podcast here. Mm-hmm. But let's think of some things about this time where you could be feeling depressed, mm-hmm. things that might be helpful. Okay. Just little tips. So you mine, know? so mine is to put on some holiday music that's that's 
in the minor keys that uses minor oh, chords. Okay, you know, like and that's be, not one you're going to find on a Google list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I've okay. I've recently came across some renditions of songs like. Um, we three kings of Orient are, you know, it's very morose kind of feeling or O Come, O Come, Emmanuel is another one. Um, I think even What Child Is This? Mm -hmm. What Child Is This? And it, it kind of created a sense of, yeah, very much dark introspection of... So it's like a, the gateway to just be in it, to just be in it. Yeah. Versus changing and, whatever is happening for you. Right. Instead of trying to make it the feeling like the most wonderful time of the year mm -hmm. in that bright, mm -hmm. sparkly way, <laughs> there is a, I, I can definitely get a sense of satisfaction out of, of the atmosphere of sadness, mm -hmm. right? And dissatisfaction. Yeah. You and I, I think, are on opposite ends of the. You're like, I want the satisfaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that, like, like okay. just having a, right. having it be like a celebration, mm -hmm. right? Like this kind of reverence and a respect and an honoring of the darkness. Yeah. Which I guess is kind of what the lead up to winter solstice is, mm -hmm. in, in a way. Yeah. I think for me, I because I've had very happy holidays mm -hmm. as a kid growing mm -hmm. up, mm -hmm. it does tend to be a time that is primed for primed to be happy. But the part where the depression comes in is sort of that week leading up to Christmas because I know it's going to be over soon. Yeah. And yeah. I remember as a kid just in the dysfunctional household. Um, Christmas was the time that was celebratory, but it's also the time I felt normal, quote unquote normal, right? Okay. Uh, and then the end of Christmas signified the end of mm -hmm. the joy, the, the normalcy, the, all of that stuff. It was yeah. like, oh God, mm. now it's back to, you know, so... So for me, I think I'm pretty good. Like the depression, the depression part, um, there's room for it towards the end of Christmas. Yeah. And that's when I feel like I battle it the most. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but, but have you, have you tried not battling it? Yes. Yes. And I think more and more I'm doing that. I think the hard part for me is that in my day job, I have to, I, f I need to function. And so sometimes I need to actually time when I'm giving into it. Yes. Cause I, I can't, otherwise I'm not going to bring home a paycheck. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I have to time it because I need the space and room, um, to, to really process and go wherever I want to go. Yes. Which might mean sleeping for yes. a day, which yes. might mean, okay, I'm doing nothing today. Mm -hmm. Can't do that quote if you on, have quote four unquote, Zooms lined up. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, so, so that. So I think like some things that have helped me is 
first of all, I always take vacation during the holidays. Uh, and that's helpful for me. Um, but here's a tip for people who tend to like take vacation during the holidays is to consider taking your vacation in December a little later than you normally would so that you have enough vacation to take that first week of January off. I find that to be incredibly helpful because it's way less, um, it allows you to just really recalibrate while Mm -hmm. everyone else is kind of going back to work. Mm -hmm. And there's that, you know, whole energy of like, everyone's going back to work. You get to recalibrate and then, and really have some quiet. Mm. That's, I, I love that. So that's what I'm doing mm. this year. Okay. But you can also get some of those lights uh, for seasonal yeah. affective disorder. Yes. You know, they're yeah. really supposed to be very healthy for you. Mm-hmm. You could get one for your desk. You could, wherever you sit most often. Um, you can also do like infrared red light therapy. Like, so whether it's a sauna blanket or, you know, something like that, that also helps to move the energy and to also um, help your immune system too. So that's a, that's a great all around thing. When you say move um, the energy, like circulation and the circulation lymph- and lymphatic system energy. Okay. You know, yes, not, not just the, it, so not just your actual blood, but the energy, like meridians yeah, kind of stuff. Because when you're moving all those things inside, you are moving the other end. Yes, energy. the chi, the yeah. key. Yeah. yeah. Um, another thing could be also to focus on things outside of yourself. Yeah. So even though it's saying, yes. you know, even though we're kind of saying, take advantage of the time to go inward, but I think it's also helpful to do something for somebody else, Absolutely. to stretch outward. And if it's strangers, sometimes I think it's better because they don't have you in a box of, mm. oh, they know who you are. And then mm-hmm. you have to show up and be a certain way. It's like, it's brand new. Yeah. And there's something really beautiful about that. Um, another tip is don't isolate yourself, mm. but make sure you do have ample alone time, but don't isolate, <laughs> you know? Right. And then nature, yep. nature, spending time in nature. Huge. Yeah. There's always opportunities if time... In, and, you know, resources allow to to go and volunteer and be a part of a larger group that's doing community um, service and, and that kind of thing. And I think, yeah, like you said, for people who don't have you in a box, that's liberating, you know, just yeah, to show up so. and to pitch show in. Up. And, yeah. and if you normally yeah. are the person that talks a lot and keeps the group together, you don't have to be that here, right? Mm-hmm. You right. can just go right. and be quiet and just absorb and give. And I think that, I think there's something very freeing about that. That's refreshing. Yeah. Yes. So the ebbs and the flows, the peaks in emotion. And the lows. And the troughs of emotion. And that's how life goes. That's how the seasons go. Winter time is the dormant time and, and summer is the opposite. Yep. That's how our emotions go and if we can have that kind of flexibility mm-hmm. and, and all, all other things. Fantastic. All right. Thanks for hanging with us. And we hope this was helpful to somebody out there. Oh, mm-hmm. and the next time yes. we're here is Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The next episode would be the, the day, Christmas episode. The day after Christmas. Talk then. And until then, live your love story.
Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg, and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.